Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey, 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 everybody. Who wants the secret sauce? Who wants tricks? Tricks, tactics, all the things. We're listening them. <laughs> all out today. All our secrets. All of them. I feel like we get asked all the time, you know, how do you guys get so much done? And like not work an insane amount of hours. And there's the like, you know, deeper, bigger picture things of like how we actually plan and how we look at our goals and like looking at our year and all of that stuff works together. But today we're getting like real specific in the systems that we use, the actual softwares, apps, and tools um, that make all of this stuff happen and make some stuff work in the background for us. And so if you've been looking into these systems for your own business or researching one that might work for you in a way that we have found it to work for us, maybe this will help you kind of narrow down your options. And we'll kind of run through the list and tell you like exactly which pieces that we really enjoy out of that system um, and how it it helps all of this function without us having to do all of the nitty gritty things every second of the day. Well, and then I think on top of the systems themselves, I think there's a few mindset pieces and a few things that we've integrated into our routine that really help kind of solidify all the work we're doing in other places. So um, I think I want to start with something that is a little bit more mindset focused and really jump into the fact that in order for you to be productive, in order for you to continue to get work done, you have to enjoy what you're doing and you have mm-hmm. to stay inspired. And I know that sounds like an obvious thing, but I think when you're the thing you love the most, when your passion becomes your job, I think it's really easy to lose yourself in it. And really easy to forget why you fell in love with this in the first place. 
And so I think over the last year, Emily and I have really focused on how can we constantly stay inspired in our own work. And I think it started out as like binge listening to every podcast and listening to books on, I almost said tape, but uh, (laughs) on your phone and really starting to like dive into that. But then lately, it's been more about getting creative and we literally created other businesses that help us stay inspired. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it helps us like have a different fuel for TCC. So that might not like working on our side hustle doesn't get us more time to work on TCC, but it gets our head out of the funk sometimes, which helps us come back to this work uh, with a clean slate or, oh, I learned something over here in this business and let's see how we can tweak it for TCC. So now when we get into the actual systems, like the thing that are free or that you can get a membership for or pay monthly for, uh, I want to remind you that these are the systems that we use in our business. They work for our business and they fulfill our needs. Not all of these will work for every single business owner listening. The trick is to find systems that are going to work for you and your business. If you see a hole where you are spending too much time or you could have it automated for you, that's where you need to start paying attention. So we're going to run down our list and talk about all of our favorite things about these um, systems and tools. Mm -hmm. And if there's something that you can pull away for your business, great. But don't feel like because we're saying it that all of you need all of these systems. No, 100%. So the first one is going to be a big fat. It's going to be a huge shock to the majority of you. (laughs) So we use and love Trello. Trello. Um, It's been a huge, huge game changer in our business. I can't give enough props to it. And Mm -hmm. the way we use it has definitely like changed over time because working on it from a team of two versus like adding more and more people to it, how you project manage in there definitely changes. But I do think it is the way we are planning. It is the way that we are staying on top of our to-dos on a daily basis. It's the way we are able to reflect on our goals on a monthly basis and quarterly basis and really make sure that we're working towards something rather than just doing work blindly. Mm -hmm. Trello is 100% absolutely the thing that kind of um, drives this ship here. Uh, It lets us know what to be working on and when, and it helps us communicate with our team. And we, of course, showcase how we use Trello and how you can integrate the exact same ways that we use this free platform um, over at trelloforbusiness.com. So if you're looking for a project management system, it's, it's free. Let me remind you, it's free, by the way. Uh, to help you stay organized, to help you see the bigger picture, to help you know what you're actually supposed to be working on every day. Because that's the one, if Trello only did one thing, literally, if it only did one thing, and if it told me what to do every single day, like what my responsibilities were for that day, and me knowing that checking those things off was going to help me see the bigger picture, that's all I could ever ask for it to do. It obviously does so much more than that for our business, and we showcase that inside of our program, but I think that feeling of like 
starting from scratch every single day of, okay, well, what do I need to work on and what's coming out and what's due, that puts you so far behind and it already puts you in that feeling of overwhelm before you've even started your day. So that factor alone (laughs) is crucial in us being able to get more done. Mm -hmm. So the next system we're going to talk about is where we host our courses and we use Teachable. So I know that there's a lot of like, should I use Thinkific or Teachable or New Kajabi or whatever all the other ones that are out there? Um, this is the one that we started with when there weren't that many options, actually. Um, and we've since grown our school to thousands of students over there. But it enables us to host our lessons and our modules and anything we want to include in our programs in a really fast and easy and efficient way for our students to be able to access it like really nicely Mm -hmm. and for the user experience on their end to be effective, which is what you want for your students. Well, and here's what it avoided us having to do. And I think this is probably the bigger piece of the puzzle is especially when we were in like mass creation mode for the last couple of years, it would have been so much more work and a lot more time management to create a custom site to host all of our own material. And that was 100% something we thought about. And oh, we, yeah. We thought about it hard. And we've thought about it again and again. And, like, and it comes up, but we go back to it is so easy for us to put together a course and we don't have to format anything and we can just upload things and go. And we know that people have their own logins And Mm -hmm. the security behind that has been huge. So, I mean, if that's all it did, again, if that's all it did, then we won there. So, yeah. the next program that I'm going to talk about is probably one of our fan favorites because it is the reason that we are able to continue to have this one-to-many model. It's our easiest, best-selling tool. Um, And I think for some of you, it's a little intimidating. But if you haven't given Webinar Jam a try and tried doing a webinar for your business, I highly suggest it. Because, well, and I want to talk about this for a second because I feel like we get asked the question all the time about like, okay, people wanting to try webinars, but Webinar Jam's expensive. Yeah. And what else can I try instead? And I want to answer this question because at least at the time of this recording, November of 2017, um, there is nothing else. There are other options, but in the long run of effectiveness, of it being, if uh, getting you the most features that you're looking for, this is the only option. And so what I want to like really bring to your attention is that when we first bought Webinar Jam, you know, it was like four or $500 at that time, which was a lot of money because we hadn't, you know, we hadn't sold a course yet. We hadn't talked to our audience in that way on a webinar. And I had bought it and I made myself, the very first webinar that I did was A, within 30 days. So I didn't have time to just buy it and like let it sit there on the shelf. But I also pitched at the end of that webinar. I pitched seats to a program. So I was able to make the money back, all of it, in that first webinar that I ever did. And it got me addicted to like selling on webinars and teaching and blah, 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 which drastically shifted the way that our business runs. But 
the features that it has, like the built-in chat feature, screen sharing, um, split screen for you and a guest, um, replay, thank you pages, landing pages for people to sign up, like everything that's integrated into Webinar Jam, you will not get anywhere else. They don't cap the amount of people who can watch your webinar or register for it. Other platforms do, and they will charge you more if you get more people registered for it, which is like literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, it's very, very rare that it has tech difficulties. Sometimes it does happen, just like with anything else, but it, in the grand scheme of things, it is very rare. And the functions that it has like as an all-in-one package is more than any other webinar hosting platform out there. The only thing I suggest over Webinar Jam, if you're truly, truly, truly on a budget, literally the only thing is using Facebook Live. But you would have to have either lead pages or ConvertKit or some sort of landing page where you're able to collect people's emails and get them pre-registered for that webinar that you're going to host on Facebook. But it's still not as integrated as something like Webinar Jam because like the replay, you would have to host that on a separate page if you were to download that from Facebook. Anyone live that didn't register, you're not capturing their emails. Like it's this whole big thing. So if you're using it to capture leads, which is what I strongly suggest you do, Webinar Jam is the best option hands down. And we're not affiliate, like we have an affiliate link over on our page, but this is not an ad. They're not paying me to say these things. I absolutely love them. And I've never, ever questioned being on their platform since day one. Yeah. The next one is, I think for some people, it feels unnecessary because I can do this myself on my own website or I can, you know, create this inside of my email service provider. But, you know, I'm just going to get to the root of it and tell you that despite having those capabilities and as a previous lifetime in the design world and being a web designer, I sure I can create a landing page without needing a special software to do it. But this saves so much time that I can have people that don't know how to create things on a website like that do it for me. Or even if I do it, it's going to take me five minutes instead of an hour or two. And so lead pages is what I'm talking about. And there is where we have captured more of your pretty faces Mm -hmm. and been able to really get our audience on board and on our email list. And it's, it's how we get people to sign up for our webinars. It's how we capture Mm -hmm. people who are interested in a challenge we're hosting. It's where most of our thank you pages live for, Mm -hmm. um, courses and for, uh, I mean, all sorts of things. I mean, the thing is, is that especially if you're on Squarespace and if you want to like, if you, maybe you're not listing your products on Squarespace and maybe you have Teachable, maybe you have that trifecta, right? Like we do, like lead pages, Teachable, Squarespace, right? Um, if you are saving money on Squarespace, so you only have a couple, like what is it, 10 pages if you have like the basic plan. If you have webinars, thank you pages, registration pages, opt-ins, whatever, like you can only have so many of those, like especially thank you pages inside Squarespace because that's going to count as a page for you. But if you have something like lead page, you can literally have as many as you want. And what lead pages gives you the ability to do is a couple things that I find really important as a non-designer. They are a team literally that only 
only focuses on creating lead landing and registration pages that are highly converting. That's their only job. They do the research, they understand the layouts, they understand the colors and the concept and the sizes and the boxes and the shapes, and they do it all for you. And you can literally just click, drag and drop and edit it, put in your brand colors, do whatever you want. So you're not the one having to research is should the face be on this side and the button be below here or should it be above the fold over here? Like you don't have to ask yourself those questions because they're doing it for you. But the second piece is the really neat ability of split testing and truly understanding, does this page work better than this page? Now I'll be 100% honest and say that this is something that we don't really spend a whole lot of time doing, but Lead Pages gives you the ability to have like a different uh, registration page for the same webinar if you want to, and A-B split test it and begin to understand, okay, what is my audience resonating with? What do they like seeing from me? And how do they like seeing it laid out? So then you can get it even more customized. It's awesome. No, it, it totally is awesome. And it's been really great for us continuing to grow. And it connects to our yeah. favorite email service provider, which is ConvertKit. So ConvertKit has given us the ability to grow our email list from like 2000 to Mm-hmm. Well over 15,000 at this point. And we were only really able to do that because we can selectively target people in a way that most other email service providers either don't allow you to do or they want to charge you five mm-hmm. times as much to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the tagging capabilities inside ConvertKit have been crucial for us to continue to grow. We can speak to people who've already purchased differently than we speak to someone who's brand new. And, you know, as we continue to get more sophisticated in our email marketing and in our launch structures, it's allowed us to really kind of have something that's a lot more like intuitive than perhaps if we had tried to hack it together over on another system. Which is what we were doing before. And I'll be honest with you guys, like literally 99% of the reason why we switched from MailChimp to ConvertKit back when we did is because MailChimp charges you potentially double, triple, quadruple times for the same person if you have different lists. And ConvertKit doesn't do that. There's one giant list in ConvertKit and you can tag an individual subscriber subscriber as many tags as you want. So like if one person signs up for your opt-in for your PDF cheat sheet, right? And then they say, oh, and I also want to come to her webinar. Oh, and I also want to be on the wait list for their new product. ConvertKit only counts that person as one person, but they would have three different tags telling you, the owner of that email subscriber, who that what their behaviors are. MailChimp would count that person as three people. So therefore, you're getting charged in the email marketing service like per like how many subscribers you have, your monthly bill goes up. So you're reaching your subscriber limit double, triple as fast inside something like MailChimp because they don't, they count them for more than one time. And it's so annoying. So we literally switch just to avoid being charged for people we did not have on our list. Because it was hard for us to know how many people are actually on our list. 
Because if we had them all in one, or if we even if we had them broken out and like MailChimp was totaling them up all together, it would double, triple count some. Yeah. People. So we were like never sure how many people were mm-hmm. in, you know, interested in anything we were doing. Um, but if you <laughs> want to try ConvertKit free for 30 days, you can head to the strategyhour.com slash convertkit. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. The next tool system software we use is Squarespace and we are addicted and we love them 
and we want to marry them, <laughs> and they're awesome. Um, so the big Squarespace WordPress debate, right? Let's have oh, it right here, God. right now. Okay. Here, here's here's my end all for this debate forever. <clears throat> WordPress sucks. Squarespace rocks. <laughs> WordPress will delete your shit. You will at some point, probably soon, lose your shit because of your shitty hosting <laughs> that you use on WordPress. It's going to cost you more money. It's going to take you more time. And at the end of all of that money and time, you're going to lose your shit because it will eat it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm no, done. But in reality, I will give you. I hate them so much. Like literally. Well, okay. So WordPress isn't bad by any means. It's. <laughs> but I do think as a creative person, it is really, really hard to visualize what it is that you're doing. Like, sure, there's a million and one themes that you can use and create something that looks a little more custom, but it it's just so hard to see what you're doing. And I think the you don't need custom to succeed. No. Like that whole, that platform of saying, oh, I can't even customize my Squarespace site. First of all, you don't need custom to succeed. We used a template for a year and a half in our business and we reached over six figures with a template. So there's that point. It's dumb. <laughs> Your second point of I can't have custom on Squarespace is dumb because as soon as you can hire a designer and afford to hire a designer who works in Squarespace, it can be 100% from scratch custom. Like our website now, who we hired a year and a half into business because we knew at that point, okay, we want to offer a different experience for our people. Again, it doesn't make you successful, but you can choose to offer something more specific or custom if you have the budget and if you want to. But you hire that shit out. Unless you're a web designer, you don't need to be doing it for your business. Yeah, I would say, I will say specifically on the hiring someone to make you something custom in Squarespace, I think there is a lot of people out there that are just customizing templates. There are yes. few people that are creating custom themes from scratch in Squarespace because they don't have the development mm -hmm. background. So you're definitely going to have to search a little bit and really, really, really research the people's previous work. And ask yeah. the question, are you customizing themes or are you making me a custom site? Yeah, it's very, it's a very different thing. So that being said, we were able to work with someone who had a developer on her team. And so the site mm -hmm. was designed exactly the way we wanted it. And then it was built out to work in the Squarespace realm. But the, but how Squarespace saves us time and makes oh, us sure. more money, it saved us time for a year and a half because Abby was literally able to build our site in a weekend. So she wasn't spending months and months and months and months and months tweaking it and perfecting it, right? Although it is super easy to tweak and perfect. So when we had an idea or when we wanted to add something new, she could just hop in there and spend a day or two hashing something out and we would have a brand new page or a brand new look and feel to our site. So there's that. There's also, it saves us a ton of time because it's an all-in-one platform, meaning we don't have to research widgets and downloads and snippets, oh my. They're all built in and they all work and are backed by Squarespace developers. So you don't have to worry about updating that widget. So when you go to your site and something crashes, like that is not a thing because it's not some third party who's decided to ignore their Instagram plugin on WordPress in three years and not update it. So all of a sudden it crashes your Instagram on your site. There's none of that. There's, it's just all one built-in system. So it's easier for us to get started, 
faster and it's less maintenance work ongoing. So once it's done, it's done. We can just add our blog, we can add images, we can do whatever to update it and keep it fresh, but we don't have to keep maintaining yeah, it. Yeah, the maintenance is really, really huge. Um, and I think it has led to a lot less stress on myself um, yes. because ultimately it would have been it would have been my thing because Emily would be like, I'm not yeah. touching it. I'm not fixing that. No. And guys, we literally went, went back to our conversation about Teachable. We were like, do we build a WordPress site for like to house all of our courses? So it's like our own thing and whatever. And I am so glad we didn't because the amount of people I hear that A, just spend way too much time getting that set up and it really not even looking that good. Like it's it looks like really basic because they're not a developer, they're not a coder. So even if you want that custom experience in WordPress, you're still gonna have to have that knowledge. So like, if you don't know it, it's not gonna make it any easier for Squarespace or WordPress to look custom if you don't know the knowledge. Well, rant rant over on that. Rant over WordPress sucks. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the next one I'm gonna talk about is one that we've been using since the very, very early stages. And it's been, it's given us the ability to pre-schedule content for Instagram. And we use Later and love it. So there are a lot of options available on the market at this point. Um, perhaps too many to pick from. But we loved the ability to not only schedule things out um, and pre-write our our actual captions, but have basically a library of images that we can upload in advance that are already kind of, I would say, what Instagram approved <laughs> and like yeah, things yeah. that we're, we're willing to put out on the internet. And so when we are like, oh, we need to go say something about that. It's even if it's last minute, we don't have to go searching high and low for an image like we used to do, which we would waste hours. Oh my God. Literally hours. So bad. Hours. Yeah. I love later. We have a couple of um, blog posts on our website. If you just Google thinkcreativecollective.com and later, uh, we have a couple different ways that show you how to use it um, in case you like are brand new to it, but it is incredible. We're, we're big, big fans. Uh, Tailwind. Oh, one thing I, I want to say before I move on to Tailwind about finding an Instagram scheduling platform, at least at the time of this recording, November of 2017, there is no platform out there that will directly publish to Instagram for you. So what we, how we use later is we schedule it. We can do it on our desktop. We can do it on our phones. And then we say, post this image at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m., one of us will get a notification on our phone that says your post is ready to be posted. So we literally open it up, later opens up, we click copy, we click schedule or post, it opens up Instagram, we click paste, we click share, and then we put in our hashtag. So it's like four clicks and it's posted. It takes literally 10 seconds. If you're searching for an app that's going to automatically post to Instagram for you, you're not gonna find it because it's against Instagram's terms of service. There was one out there for a while earlier this year that people were like hopping on the train for because it posted. And guess what? That shit got shut down because it broke Instagram's terms of service. So follow the follow rules. Follow the rules, people. All right, Tailwind. 
So Pinterest, we love Pinterest. We love, love, love Pinterest. It has been a huge factor in the growth of our blog, our website, our business. It's enabled us to get in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people with literally like 30 seconds of clicking. So Tailwind now comes in and does all of that on hyperspeed for us. So our old Pinterest game was pin our graphic to Pinterest, pin it to a couple of boards, call it a day. So now what we do is like we have a team member go through a new blog post. They'll pin that graphic to Pinterest get it uploaded in Tailwind. And then all of a sudden, because we have so many pins on Pinterest, they can mass select hundreds of pins at a time and schedule those pins out to go to certain boards or group boards or whatever. And it can all be at different times. So we're not flooding Pinterest and breaking their rules, but we're constantly staying active and at the top of boards, basically, um, on Pinterest, which gets even more people's eyeballs on our stuff. Yeah, at one point, it was driving 50, 60, 70% of our traffic. I think that's gone down now, mostly because our Google rank has gone up because we have so much um, content that Google has been giving us the thumbs up for, which is awesome. Like, that means organically people are finding us, not because we scheduled something and put something out into the world. So the next system I'm going to talk about briefly is new to us and our team, Uh Um, but it's been really fun. So earlier this year on the podcast, we met with Laura, and she is the founder of Meet Edgar, which is a scheduling tool for social media. So it works specifically with Facebook and Twitter and Facebook groups. And I'm sure a bunch more other things that I'm like missing, but those are the things we're using it for ourselves. And the really awesome thing that we love about it is that it allows us to use categories. So we can have, say, blog posts. Um, We can preload, you know, all of our old blog content in there with a caption Mm -hmm. and then set a schedule for we want to talk about blog posts every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. And it will either randomly select or put them like in a cycle, those particular posts. So it's really, really great if you have a strong archive of content because you're able to stay present on social media Mm -hmm. without having to try to come up with new things all the time. So the recycling is a lifesaver. Well, and that's their whole game plan is recycle your content. And so it's specifically set up to do that in the best way possible because they're all about like, we're all about like only do the work once. And so if you have the content already done, you just need to keep getting it in front of people's faces instead of having to reinvent the wheel every time. All about that. So the next thing probably saves us the most time at this point. Um, (laughs) You know, I think the only way we've been able to, Okay, so systems in of themselves have given us a ton of time back because now all this stuff happens automatically. Oh, but you know what specific system you can talk about with the thing that you're talking about right now is our new. Oh, yeah, I'll bring it up. Okay, so but there came a point where systems weren't going to do everything that Emily and I wanted to achieve or wanted to accomplish. And Eventually, we wanted to be able to delegate properly so that we could get back in the CEO seat of our company. And so we 
have grown our team. And we have what, 14 people? I I, I forget all the mm-hmm. time. Ish. It, it fluctuates a bit. Um, contractors. And they're working their booties off for us. But one the new system that I think saves us time communicating with them, because obviously the people themselves are doing a bunch of the work right. and they're giving us time back, which that way we're not trading hours for dollars anymore. Um, but the system we just started using probably in the last month or so is Slack. Mm-hmm. And we were yeah. we heard of Slack like right after it came out. And I think we were kind of anti-Slack purely because it got popular really fast. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're not big fans of things that are really popular. So we're like, no, we're not, we're I'm not going to use that. Well, and we wanted to make sure it wasn't shiny object syndrome. Like we saw so many people who were like, oh, now I'm using Slack and I use this over here. We really, really like keeping things simple over here. So like the least possible systems we could use like that's what we want to sign up for. And so uh, really up until recently, like I don't even think it would have made sense. No, to I be don't think we had enough because I feel like we would have been like forcing ourselves to go there to like communicate on some things, but it's like when our biz- our team kind of exploded and especially when we got a director of ops, she was like, uh, we need better channels of communications. And so I didn't quite understand really how it was different from communicating on Trello because you can comment team members on Trello. You can tag them on a card. You can add a doc. You can do all of the same things. And I was like, no, 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 let's just keep it in Trello. But it is set up in a different, unique way where like all of the threads can be kind of organized by topic. You can go back on old conversations in like chronological order, whereas Trello communications are really just for like I, I picture them as like passing the baton type communications. So like, I'm done with this outline. Abby, it's here for you to review, like passing the baton to Abby. And then Abby passes the baton to like our graphic designer or something like that. Um, but conversationally, Slack has been really helpful for yeah, us. Yeah, and I, I'm a fan. Um, and I, I want to throw in one other system that I don't think Emily uses, but... Mostly because she can't figure out what her Apple password is. Did you ever figure that out? Anyway, so she can't download things on her computer. Dumb. Total side note. Um, (laughs) So I just downloaded Station. It's it's pretty new from what I know. Um, But you can go to getstation.com. Hashtag not an affiliate at all. It, it, it doesn't... (laughs) It didn't didn't cost any money. um, But the cool thing is I was opening like 45 windows of like Trello and Slack and, and like, you are 45 my tabs are like out of control. And, you know, every time I open my computer, I'd be like, okay, I need this email and this email and I need Facebook and I need this and I need this. And I would have like seven tabs I would open like pretty much every morning. And so I got really tired of that, not to mention the amount of times I logged in and out to get drive to stop thinking that I logged out of the other one, <sighs> like it like auto kicks oh my God, you I out. So anyway, um, it essentially just lets you log into a bunch of apps that you use all the time anyway, 
all in one window. Mm -hmm. So I have like my email and Drive and Calendar and Trello and Slack and Facebook Messenger and Dropbox literally in one window. So right now I only have three things open. I have that and the thing that's recording this and a, a video of Emily's beautiful face. (laughs) Well, I might have to check it out. I'll try to find my password today and figure out why it's not letting me sign in. (laughs) If you have too many tabs, this is for you. Yeah, if your brain has too many tabs, get get ship station. (laughs) It's called station, but you... I think oh, you go to getstation.com, getstation. okay. I'm pretty sure. Which oh, sounds okay. like ship station, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, so many stations. <laughs> um, it's fine. So fine. the next one. Oh my god, I love this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't I love this one for many reasons. Um, but I think one of probably the biggest secrets to working less and living a little more is to know your numbers and know what's working and know what's not and know what you need to cut and know how things are going Uh in your business. And every month, Emily and I spend an afternoon kind of going through our monthly goals. And we record that now on the podcast so you can listen to how things are going around TCC. But we also get to meet with my work husband once a month, Parker. We both Mm -hmm. love him, Mm -hmm. if you haven't noticed, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys, I know I've said this time and time again. Abby's the numbers girl. I'm not the numbers girl. They used to scare me, blah, 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 blah. But I'm serious. If you are wanting to work less, live more, work smarter, not harder, if you are wanting to take an afternoon off to go browse Target or go grab lunch or go get your nails done or take a four-day weekend and not have to stress about it, you need to know your numbers. You need to know the things that are working in your business so you can do them more often so you can actually know like what is freaking going on in your business most effectively instead of you just like doing it. Because I know so many people who are just like, make the product, post to Instagram, update the product on my site. Okay, why aren't I making six figures? You know, it's just this like rinse and repeat of make the product, post it to Instagram, share it while well, I emailed this person. But it's like, you don't know what's working. Like, and you, like there is no real strategy in just being a business owner. Like that's not strategic. Making a product and getting it in front of your people, that's like literally the bare bones of what your right. job requirement is. Right. That is not a strategy. So don't fool yourself into thinking that you're doing anything special by making a product and telling people about it. Like, good job. Welcome to the club. What else are you doing? And so like knowing your numbers of like, oh, you know, we've gotten this ROI on Instagram, which is made like, oh, or we got a big flux of sales for this thing. I like, let me backtrack and kind of figure out where that might've come from. Or that really dipped down from the last time we launched it. Let's look at the bigger picture and see what happened. It's those types of conversations that are really really the strategic ones and in order for you to make better decisions yeah, in the so future. So Parker is with Evolve Finance and we meet with him once a month to go specifically over the money side of our numbers. Um, and right. we go over our profit and loss statement with him and really dive into what's working and what's not with our product. He's really been influential in our product lineup and how we price and sell things. Um, But I think one of the things I'm probably, probably one of my favorite things that he started helping us do is forecast. And so 
Yes. Oh, it stresses me out when we're getting to the end of the forecast, when we're like plugging all of the numbers. But like, I lay down, I literally lay down on the floor while we're predicting and plugging in. Okay, what were your expenses? Okay, what's projected here? Okay, let's lowball this over here. That that part really stresses me out. But once all the numbers are plugged in, then I can like wake up and be like, okay, let's have a strategic conversation. So it's about been it. really, really, really nice to know as our business yes. grows faster than we have been able to anticipate. Parker can start to see trends and show us what mm-hmm. is probably going to happen or. This is a conservative yeah. estimate of what might happen. And that's been able to help us plan, you know, not only things for TCC, but for our lives. Like, is Emily going to buy yeah. a new house sooner than she thought? Is, um, right. do we have. Are you going to get one more <laughs> Tesla? It's just an ongoing inside <laughs> joke. I do not own a Tesla, by the way. I cannot. I Actually, I probably could afford a Tesla, but I choose not to afford a Tesla. No, it's just, it's, we're at one of those moments where I'd be like, are you fucking, don't go buy a Tesla, you idiot. Don't no, go, don't no. do that. I did buy a new car after one of my conversations with Parker and he was like, why? <laughs> don't go crazy. It's a Chevy, guys. Calm down. It's a Chevy. Um, Okay, so I think to kind of round it all out, I think one of the things that has really been helpful for us, besides all of the systems and all of the people and knowing all the numbers, is, again, a mindset piece. And, you know, it's been hard. The last year has been a little bit of a shit show. There's been a lot of ups and downs with adoption and with moving and with with my car accident and, you know, it's been all over the place. But I think the more we are grateful, the more we stay positive in times when we're frustrated or things aren't going our way necessarily, I think it's really been beneficial to us and our self-worth and our and our independence, mm-hmm. and our business itself. And, you know, it's so easy to get on that negative train and start thinking everything you're do doing is broken, or that you should just start over, or whatever, like, yeah. one thing goes wrong, and you just assume that you suck at life. Um, totally been there, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, part of it is, believing in yourself. Part of it is having that positive self-talk. I also think a big part of it is choosing like very carefully the people you surround yourself with. And, you know, it's hard because sometimes you are in a situation where it's, they're supposed to be your best friend or there's, they're a good family member or they're your mom or your spouse or whatever. And, they just get this negative Nelly, like constant <laughs> complaining attitude. And whether they're talking about you directly or if it's just their personal mindset has some junk going on, um, it can mm-hmm. really, really rub off on you. And so I think it's been hard, but really being choosy, like, 
with the people you spend your time with and who you kind of let into that circle and um, showing a little grace from time to time, but ultimately being grateful for what you do have. Yeah. So hopefully this uh, gave you a quick rundown of some stuff that you could implement in your own business or things that you could try in your business to save some more freaking time and implement the systems and spend the time doing that once so you can get back all the time in the future. This was a little peek about what we use here at TCC. And uh, let me know in uh, the Facebook group at thinkcreativecollective.com slash community, which of these systems you use in your business, which ones you're going to try out and how it really affected your bottom line. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.